Good morning. It's Friday, December 2nd, International Day for the Abolition of Slavery. On this day in 1949, the UN adopted the Convention for the Suppression of Traffic in Persons and the Exploration of the Prostitution of Others. And then, ideally, after they worked on that, they came up with a shorter name. This day is about raising awareness as well as doubling down on efforts to fight not only slavery and indentured servitude, but also human trafficking, child labor, forced marriage, and forced recruitment of children in armed conflict. International Day for the Abolition of Slavery was first observed in 1995. And now, the news. In an 80 to 15 vote in the Senate, the bill from the House meant to avoid a rail strike has passed. It now heads to the president's desk for signature. To no one's surprise, the add-on of just seven, just seven paid sick days on the contract was eight votes short in the Senate. So we've averted a strike, gotten workers a small raise, but don't you dare get sick or have a family member that gets sick. Because eight senators, who are in session an average of 165 days a year and get to take six days whenever they want, said no. Surprisingly, six Republicans did vote for the sick days, including Tedward Cruz. But you know who didn't? You know who couldn't fathom the idea of giving railroad workers just seven paid sick days a year? Who was like, no, 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 sick days? You don't need sick days. Don't be sick. What? Like it's hard? You guessed it. The one. The only. The man of the people, as long as those people are rich and don't mind meeting him on his houseboat because he's got to get it out there anyway and breathe in that sweet, sweet ocean air. Because sure, he's a man of the people, but he's also a man of the ocean. That's right. Joey Manchi, the only Democrat to say no, no sick days. In fact, some Democrats actually voted against the contract itself because it didn't include those seven days. Not Joey Manchi, though. Joey Manchi was like, no, can't do it. So sorry, I've searched my soul. Senator Jeff Merkley of Oregon said this about the paid sick day free contract. Quote, my point here is that forcing people to have no sick time and you fire them if they don't show up is like an 18th century French coal mine. It's an absolutely outrageous way to treat your workers. To which Joey Manchi lifted his captain's hat and said, I'll tell you what I like. Escargot. But like I say, every single morning when I wake up and do my morning meditations and pick an intention for the day, enough about Joey Manchi. This is the last weekend before Georgia's Senate runoff. More than a million votes have been cast so far ahead of this weekend and Tuesday's election day. While Georgia has had a few days this week of historically high early voting numbers, they are still on pace to have a much lower number of early votes than last year's runoff, which saw 3.1 million Georgia voters cast an early ballot. This weekend, do you have some free time? Head on over to mobilize.us and pick up some shifts. You can call, text, um, donate if you can, whatever you've got. Let's go keep Senator Warnock in office because he's doing a great job. And also because Herschel Walker should not, um, well, do a lot of things, actually, now that I'm really thinking about it, but for sure he should not be senator. Oh my goodness, can you imagine? Trump Prime update time. A federal appeals court has said, nah, to a special master being able to review the files that Trump stole from the White House and illegally kept at his Florida public resort. The ruling is another win for the Department of Justice in a week full of them 
and allows the government to keep looking into the time the outgoing president called dibs on papers that are so incredibly top secret we don't even know the name of them. Okay, you know, sometimes I say like, hey, if you don't know who Alex Jones is, skip this upcoming segment because not knowing him seems awesome. That is a joke, obviously, but not untrue. Um, Not knowing who Alex Jones is seems like a real delight. Now, this next story is tricky because on the one hand, I don't want to talk about Kanye or Alex Jones or whatever stunt Elon Musk is pulling because attention is currency. And if you're going to be morally bankrupt, you deserve to also be devoid of attention. But on the other hand, when we ignore things like what I'm going to talk about in this story, we ignore a bigger problem. That's a very serious problem. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to talk about Kanye, Jones, Trump, and another equally trash fraction of a human. In an interview that lasted multiple hours, Kanye West praised Hitler and made a multitude of anti-Semitic comments, comments that are being labeled as jokes, but there's nothing funny about this. So and if you're wondering, oh, how bad was it? I'm not going to repeat all of it or most of it, but I will tell you this. Uh, One quote was, quote, I see good things about Hitler also. So that was something he said. Now, there was some backlash. For example, the Kanye period, Elon period, Trump period tweet that the House Judiciary Republicans tweeted a while ago is finally gone. But you want to talk about too little too late. That tweet went up on October 6th when he wore a White Lives Matter shirt at a Paris Fashion Week. It stayed up after he said he was going, quote, death con three on Jewish people. And after unaired footage from a Tucker Carlson interview where he continued to make anti-Semitic comments was leaked. And of course, it stayed up even after neo-Nazis put a banner over the 405 saying that Kanye was right about the Jews. So save it. I'm glad that tweet is deleted, but you kept it up through all of that. We know where you stand. In response, Elon also tweeted some like weak sauce about Jesus's teachings and thinking it was weak to turn the other cheek. But now he sees its wisdom. That's it's nothing. That's a nothing sandwich from Elon Musk. We we expect nothing less from him. You know, go to this restaurant and um, it's awful there. In the interview in real time, as he watched and listened to Kanye make these comments, Alex Jones did not push back because um, he probably agreed. He was also with Nick Fuentes who in the interview kept saying that he is not anti-Semitic. Nick Fuentes is anti-Semitic. He is a Holocaust-denying white supremacist who regularly spouts his ideas on a podcast. That's how we know that he is a Holocaust-denying white supremacist. We also know because he attended the Unite the Right Charlottesville rally. And even though he is also a bottom feeder is too high of a compliment for him trash human, we unfortunately have to know who he is because he, as well as Kanye, had dinner with Donald Trump on Tuesday. At this dinner, which sounds miserable, just in terms of company and topics of conversation, and honestly, you cannot tell me that you think the food at Mar-a-Lago is good. I just can't believe it. I just can't. Anyway, at this dinner, apparently Kanye said that he was thinking about running for president against Trump, to which Trump said that he should instead be his running mate. So Kanye would be Trump's running mate in this very specific ring of torture that we would be living in. And while Trump says that he didn't know who Nick Fuentes was, Kanye said that he was very impressed by him. Impressed by a Holocaust-denying anti-Semitic white supremacist that he dined with. That's Trump. Oh, I didn't know he would be there. Okay, get up and leave. 
I can tell you right now, you, me, like the majority of the country does not sit down at that dinner once you know who he is. Leave in the middle. I'll tell you this much. There is not one single name I've said in this story that I ever want to hear about again. Congrats on deleting your tweet, Republicans. But unless you give a full-throated, Donald Trump will never have my support. And if he wins the Republican nomination for president, which he shouldn't because we are no longer considering him a part of this party, let alone the leader, I will be voting for his Democratic opponent. Unless you say that, you're complicit in this. And that's it. That's the news. I'm proud of no one from that last story. I'll tell you that. No one. But you know what? It's also business of popping corn day. Not popcorn day. That's different. How very dare you. This is to celebrate the invention of the first large-scale commercial oil popcorn popper in 1885. I remember it well. But more than that, more than those uh, giant tins of like cheddar and caramel and butter popcorn that you only get at Christmas and then you take a little piece of each and do one bite like that, I'm proud of you. 